This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. I thought I'd take the opportunity this week to reflect back on the season that's been. Obviously, I've done a wrap on the Townsville show, and I did that specifically because it was sort of the first show of the season, and there was a bit of a gap between the next. But since then, we've had the ICN Queensland show, we've had the NBA Queensland show, and we've had the Defence and Emergency Services show. Now, that's not to say the season is over, because it's far from it. Like, there's a lot of other shows to come. Not all my athletes are competing. But I do have one more athlete doing a couple more shows to round out the year. But I thought I'd take this opportunity to just give a wrap on the shows that have been, um, how my athletes did, and um, just, you know, a few take-homes that I got from this season. You know, each and every season as a coach, I I learn so much more. I learn a lot about myself. I learn a lot about um, strategies used. Obviously, I talk to various coaches backstage and you know, we it's, it's such a great environment to be in because there's no hostility, there's no ego, um, you know, we all bounce ideas off each other and um, you get along really, really well, which is a great place to be because normally in a competitive environment like that, there could be a lot of animosity or, or just competitiveness, but there isn't at all. And and some some of my good friends are coaches that I, um, that I work with and, and generally only see through the seasons. Um, so look, let's go back to the ICN Queensland show. Now, this was a massive two-day event. Um, women were on the uh, sorry men um, and muscle so let me start again the muscle day was a Saturday and the model day was the Sunday so uh, Saturday included obviously figure bodybuilding classic um, fitness and physique and then on the Sunday was swimsuit sports fitness and bikini Um, plus obviously a few other uh, smaller divisions thrown in there so on the Saturday, I had two athletes. I had Tamara doing figure, backing up from Townsville. I had Isaiah, the young teenager, who uh, this was his first ever time on stage, and he was only 17 years of age um, and did tremendously well. You know, I must admit, uh, coaching, and this is, an, I've, I've got a number of teenagers that I've worked with, and, you know, t- coaching teenagers can be quite challenging because you've got to take a step back and, and realize for a second, okay, they're, they're incredibly young. They still don't have life maturity um you know they may see this as a bit of a fun hobby experiment look at me look at me you know instagram sort of scenario you're not too sure obviously part of qualifying them uh, establishes that and their reasons why but at the same time they're still young and you can't potentially push them as hard as you could say a 30 year old seasoned athlete because they just haven't had that life experience yet so i had to sort of tread carefully with him in terms of his approach um he also works um incredibly hard he's a he's a laborer works 12 to 14 hour days, most days a week. And, um, you know, that's obviously highly intensive. And when you are in a significant deficit for a long period of time, obviously your work can suffer. So I didn't want him to get in trouble due to that. So we made it work and he came out and obviously did his thing in team bodybuilding, looked amazing. Um, the, the kid's got a lot of potential, wasn't quite as sharp as I would have liked, but 
a lot, a lot of potential, and we're now planning for maybe a run in two years' time where he can obviously, um, in the meantime, build up a lot more uh, muscularity at his age and uh, and come in a lot sharper too. Uh, he also uh, dabbled in uh, men's fitness, which was cool. Uh, like it gave him more opportunity on stage, more stage time, and also the opportunity to experience a different phys- a different physique and a different um, division as well. So we, you know, as a first timer, it can be very daunting. You can obviously carry a lot of anxiety and stress going in. Uh, but he did tremendously well at his age, that's for sure. Then we had Tamara. Now, Tamara um, obviously competed in Townsville, did very well. She actually took out um, one of her divisions up there, given that she had come from sports model, uh, previously you know, competing a couple of years earlier. Um, stepping up to figure was a big challenge. And, and given that in her off-season, she actually had to overcome a serious back injury um, and rehab it for months and months and months. So her weight training took a backward step, unfortunately. So... Um, to actually get on stage in the, in the condition that she was was amazing. And um, look, she she did tremendously well. We um, once again um, won a couple of divisions, uh, placed in everything else, and um, obviously got back into an overall uh, contender. Now she wasn't obviously successful with the overall, uh, beaten by a bigger body on the day. And I always say, look, if you are beaten by a better bodybuilder who is legitimately better than you. Well, then you've placed as high as you possibly could, and that's a win. That's effectively a win, you know. So, uh, well done to her on that. Um, you know, really good result for the first day. Then we roll into the second day, and um, not only did... Oh, actually, let me take a backward step. Oh, my God, I do apologise. I had two transformation athletes, and I almost forgot about them. So, Sandra and Mina, I do apologise, um, because this was one of the highlights of the weekend for me, having two girls that were doing the transformation show. Now... For those that aren't familiar or too familiar with the Transformation Show or the Transformation Divisions, um, it's obviously an opportunity to experience the bodybuilding event while not actually doing bodybuilding. All you have to do effectively to be eligible is have gone through some transformation. So in most cases, it's obviously physical where people have lost a lot of weight, but others, it might be a change in lifestyle. It might be um, overcoming some adversity. Um, my client Rhonda did it a couple of years ago and her story was obviously in relation to overcoming breast cancer. So things like that are, are quite, um, it's quite inspiring and very motivating to hear the story. So I had both, I had Mina and I had Sandra, both with completely different stories, completely different outcomes, but both um, just shone on stage. They were amazing. They both were amazing. And now both are going to go on and potentially compete in a season in the not too distant future, which is incredibly exciting. So that was obviously the transformation division. Now we move on to Sunday, and um, I had uh, I just had the two girls. I had Sophie and I had Deb. Now um, both of which were doing bikini. Sophie was first up though. She did swimsuit, looks great in a, in a one piece, and um, and competed in the state titles. Um, and I think she got two seconds, um, and then two thirds later in the day in bikini. So tremendously well. What, like what a season she finished up at that show. That was her last show for the season. So just doing the two. But I'd actually prepped her before, and unfortunately, we didn't place anything previously. But this time around, man, she came in uh, all guns blazing, left nothing on the table, was very determined, probably a little bit more mature now too, and um, just killed it. Like, yeah, she, she obviously did incredibly well in Townsville, winning her for one of her divisions, placing really high in Brisbane, and, um, you know, huge potential for um, future shows. And she's going to stay on and do future shows, which is even more exciting um, because, like I said, she's got a lot of potential. So she placed, uh, I believe it was two seconds and two thirds for the day, uh, swimsuit and bikini, four divisions in total. And then we come to Deb. Now, Deb, as I mentioned in um, my previous Townsville rap, Deb's in that no man's land where 
she's obviously she's competed before and won an open class so that then makes her ineligible for any other division other than open she can't do 30 plus because she's in her mid-20s she can't do novice because she's won an open class so she can only do one division which makes it very challenging right because same in townsville you know it's i really encourage people to do more than one division because you get on, you get the, the, the cobwebs out, the rust out. Um, if you're a first time, you get the nerves out of the way by doing the first division, then easing into the next one and maybe a third after that. So by the time you're doing your last division, you're quite comfortable and confident. Your body's obviously responded a lot better too. Um, so unfortunately for her, she didn't have that opportunity. All she's got to do is turn up and, and bring her, bring her out game in one division. But she did that in Townsville and she won, went into the overall and only narrowly missed out. So this time around, obviously, we had uh, further expectation, and uh, she went in, looked amazing, got moved to the middle, and bang, won again. So fantastic result. And um, and then, obviously, went into the overall. Now, the overall was a really interesting one. Um, I was having some conversations with another coach backstage, and they were sort of pitching me that Deb was uh, certainly favoured to win, given um, you know how she looked and everything, and, and I was highly confident too. Um, and look, you know, as a coach... I'm incredibly competitive when it comes to my athletes. I want them to do well, not only from a selfish perspective, because it obviously looks good on me as a coach, but, you know, they put their trust and faith and, and um, you know, time in me to get them to this point. So I obviously want to repay them with an amazing result. So I was riding the wave all weekend, effectively, with everybody. Um, so Deb went into the overall. They moved it to the middle. It was Basically, between her and another girl, I can't remember the girl's name, and I do apologise if she's listening, because uh, she looked phenomenal as well. Slightly different physique, though, which was interesting. You know, and bikini is one of those very hard divisions to judge because you've got to look for the minor, the finest of detail to differentiate, and then you've got to go, okay, well, which one is more bikini? You know, is this girl too muscular? Is this girl too conditioned? Is this girl showing better lines in a rear pose? Like. How do you meet the criteria and then compare body for body? It is a very challenging proposition. And um, at the end of the day, they, they spun around a couple of times and clearly it was a tough decision because it took a while. Um, but uh, they went with the other girl at the end of the day. So they've missed out on another overall. Um, very, very close though. And look, I did get feedback from the judges about that particular decision and apparently the table was split. And um, it was incredibly hard to uh, for them to determine a winner. But the girl who won was uh, one of my good friend Joey Cantlin's uh, clients, and she had been trying for over six years to win an overall title. So, um, you know, when you hear stories like that, that she didn't give up, she, she kept coming back and back and back and tried and tried and tried and never gave up, I think is, is really, really um, uh, amazing and good, good on her for winning. Um, so that was the Queensland uh, State Show. And then we moved um, on to last weekend. Now, last weekend we had on the Saturday the NBA show, NBA state titles, and then uh, on the Sunday was the defence show. Now, on Saturday I just had Tamara. Very simple. Um, it's it's great. Like I love having big teams, but it can be quite hectic on the day because you want to make sure everyone's ready, everyone's on time. Um, you know, you want to give everyone their their necessary instructions and things like that. But when you have one client, it obviously just takes away an element of stress. Um, so we uh, we obviously prepped and planned her really well. We peaked her to perfection. She looked amazing. This was the best she looked by far. She came in leaner. She came in fuller. Um, yeah, better condition. And from four divisions, she won every single one of them. So that was really cool. Really, really cool. Uh, four from four. 
Um, obviously put her in overalls and she must have been incredibly close. I'm yet to get feedback on that, but particularly in the figure division, um, it was neck and neck. They spun them around several times and it was clear they were having trouble. Um, look, the other girl was very impressive, massive cap shoulders, bigger frame, taller too, which obviously gave her a bigger symmetrical uh, presence. But um, Tamara brought better conditions, so I wasn't quite sure which way they were going to go. Obviously, I was hoping Tamara would get it, but at the same time, this is bodybuilding. It's very subjective, and you've just got to take the results as they come. And unfortunately, she didn't uh, win the overall in that instance. But nonetheless, we uh, we spoke backstage and reflected back on what has been one hell of a season for her, considering she was a sports model only um, a few years earlier. And I think from memory, and she may correct me on this, I think out of the couple of um, shows that she did, I think she only placed once. And it might have been like a fourth. Whereas she's coming to this season as a figure competitor, so stepping up two classes and dominated basically, walking away with multiple medals. So that's a big, big plus. So well done to her. Uh, then we moved on to the defense show. Now, the defense show is, is a smaller show, and it always will be just because obviously – um, its niche market is obviously, you know, defence personnel as well as emergency services. So, you know, your fireys, your police, your ambos, your corrections and their family. So uh, the opportunity to compete is obviously limited in that regard, but I appreciate what they're trying to do and I respect the fact that they are obviously opening it up for people um, from those uh, niches. Uh, very small show. Um, I had Francis first show for the season for her. She did compete in season A and wanted to come in better for season B now. Obviously, I don't normally encourage that, but given that she did have still more to bring and more conditioning to achieve, um, this was certainly something I believe we could do, and we did. She looked phenomenal, and she walked away with a couple of wins in her 40-plus um, categories, which was great. You know, It was great for her to have some, some medals at the end of the day. Um, to this point, she'd lost nearly 20 kilos of body weight, and look, she looked great. She had a great day, um, was very grateful for the opportunity, and um, yeah, we, we had a great time too. Um, I have to give a special shout-out. There was a gentleman, I think he was in the over-50s um, class bodybuilding, who actually collapsed on stage. Now, uh, obviously, that sounds terrible, and it was at the time because we weren't sure what was happening. They had to call in paramedics. Um, I believe they used a defib on him. So we don't know the reason as to why. It may have been a heart attack, not too sure. But the staff, the paramedics, um, you know, the, the marshals, everybody... Um, even there was even a paramedic who was competing on the day. They all stepped up and delivered, and he was um, pretty good afterwards. So he came to. I don't know if he actually like passed out or died or anything like that. And I, I you know, knock on wood that that didn't happen. Um, but I know he wasn't in great state, and we had to obviously they had to obviously suspend the show for a period of time. But all's well that ends well, and he came through. And, and all reports are that he is um, very very good now. So that's really really good to hear. But um, the staff did a tremendous job in obviously. Um, getting through that situation and then carrying on with the show afterwards because, you know, it could have easily been cancelled um, and no one would have begrudged them of that. So that's the season wrap. Now, it, for my team, um, you know, for Team PBE, that's probably the best season we've ever had. You know, I've had very successful seasons in the past where I've walked away with multiple wins, but it's very rare that you have everyone place and everyone multiply place, and majority of them win. And that's pretty much what we did um, throughout the course of the season. So really, really chuffed with the results, and um, we did really well. And, you know, we're here to stay, that's for sure. Um, but the season's not over. So Deb is still competing. 
Next weekend, she steps onto the IFBB stage in Victoria. Um, and then a week later, or was it two weeks later? No, it's two weeks later, she goes to Nationals back up here in Brisbane. And then in November, so she's got a long season, she's heading to Japan to compete in the IFBB Amateur Olympia, which, um, you know, that's a world stage. So this is going to put her on the map for sure. So really excited to coach her through the next couple of months in particular. But also, um, you know, this, this girl's got a lot of potential. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes from a natural federation to an enhanced federation. Um, as a natural athlete, really excited to see that unfold and uh, and be part of it as well. So that's pretty much the season um, as it stands. Now, um, in terms of what's happening next season, I've only got a handful of competitors for season A and then a bigger team for season B, but they just keep rolling on. The seasons keep rolling on. Um, I will be heading back to India later this year with my beautiful wife, with Joey, with um, Jay and the rest of the team um, India crew to judge another show in Goa. And I can't wait for that because that'll be a three-day event and that'll be massive. Um, you know, once again, we have that very privileged opportunity to do that. So all in all, it's been a massive year for all of my athletes, myself included. And um, yeah, we can't wait to, uh, to continue on next year. But for now, we obviously have to finish off the season. And then secondly, um, we've got a plan ahead for next year as well. So congratulations to all athletes that have competed this season, not just mine, but everybody's. Um, you know, athletes are, at the end of the day, the reason why we have shows to go to because they turn up in their numbers, they compete, they look amazing, they engage coaches. You know, it's a massive industry on its own. So everyone who does compete, um, no matter what division, what federation should be applauded for your participation and for embracing the sport of bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is alive and well in Australia. There's no two ways about that. And I'm really excited to be a part of it. So I'll round off on that. Um, so if you've enjoyed this particular podcast, please screenshot and share it on your stories. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. If you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. Have a look around. Otherwise, direct message me and I can obviously point you in the right direction or answer any questions you may have. But outside of that, as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.